Hey everyone, this is Leticia from Paris and you're listening to Powerful Podcasting Stories, the show that reveals how podcasters, creators and editors around the world do it behind the scenes, behind the microphone. I challenged myself to get at least 100 episodes in 10 days. Are you curious enough to know if I succeeded or not? Well, you have to keep listening. Today we're talking about Podfade with a podcaster who unfortunately saw their podcast fade away. What happened? Is the podcast saved or gone for good? Let's listen to our guest's powerful story. Hi, I'm Dave Jackson. I am in Akron, Ohio, and I run the school of podcasting.com. Before your podcast faded, what was it about? What's the name of the show? And tell us why you started this podcast. Did you do it on your own or with a team? The name of the show was the Marketing Musician Podcast. I did it for 10 years. I started it because I had written a book called Get Your Band Out of the Basement and Keep Them Out of the Asylum. And this was a way to promote the book. And it was just me. I was an army of one for the show. When did you notice that your podcast was fading? Were there any signs? And how many episodes were you in? I knew things were not good because I went from producing that show every Monday for over 10 years and I just started to lose the passion. And so instead of being every week, it was every other week. It was every other other week. I had done over 400 episodes, I believe, of that show and I was just losing the passion for it. And the music industry had completely changed. I wasn't playing in a band anymore, and it just I just found myself going, ugh, it's time to make the podcast, and I knew it was time to, uh, to end. So what did you do about it? Did you find solutions or tools to save your show from fading? What actions did you take? I rebranded the show and actually had a theme song created for it, and I thought the, the new name... It, previously was called the musician's cooler where musicians come to trade advice and i changed it to the marketing musician i thought that might get some more listeners but in the end it wasn't the show that was the problem it was me i was tired of it i was tired of talking about that subject and it really didn't give me the spark to um, keep it going after you took those actions what happened did you manage to improve things or did you decide to end the podcast As I was running out of content myself, I started to do more interviews, but interviews actually take more time. They're scheduling problems. And again, it just, I was just tired of talking about the music business. And the point of the show was to help sell my book. And the one thing I learned is musicians have no money, even if you put your book on sale. And so that was another thing. After 10 years, it just dawned on me and I just wasn't having fun. So briefly, where are you now? What's the state of your podcast? Did you start another one or did you take a break from podcasting? I have started over 30 different podcasts. Uh, Some are still around. My main one is schoolofpodcasting.com. The Marketing Musician podcast still lives on. It's been around. It's, you know, whatever, five years ago when I pod faded it. But I've tried a few shows and, you know, it's one of those things. I started one about customer service because that was my job. And then I realized just because it's my job isn't something I enjoy. And so I think I did seven episodes of that. There's no shame in pod fading. Uh, You know, you just stop doing it. And uh, 
there's only one way to know if you want to do it, and that's to do it. You take the lessons and you move on. Tell the listeners, what did you learn from this experience? What did Potfade teach you? I think my biggest lesson is probably the last six months, I just didn't enjoy doing the show. I wasn't excited about it. I wasn't excited about getting on the microphone. And I think that came through. And I started to see my numbers slump because I wasn't consistent again. And so, you know, that's where I've just learned now that when it's not fun, maybe take a month off, announce it. And when you come back after that month, if you still don't want to do the show, then don't do the show. Life is too short. Find something you do want to talk about and start a new podcast and tell your current audience that if they want to, they can find you over at the new show. And finally, what advice would you give to someone starting the same podcasting journey as you? As someone who teaches people how to podcast, I always say, don't just think about it. Don't write about it. You need to actually make an episode knowing that you're never going to publish it. I, in the same way that an author has a rough draft, an actor has dress rehearsals, you actually have to go through the process. And like a musician, a musician doesn't get on stage when they learn the very first chord. Do a few and then decide your schedule. Because I see so many people say, oh, I'm going to do a daily show, and then it turns into weekly, and then it turns into whatever. So do the actual work realizing that you're probably not going to publish those episodes. It's a test to help you figure out and make an informed decision. Thank you so much for being an inspiring guest on my show. And thank you for sharing your process, challenges, tips, and tricks with us. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. To know more about your guest, you can find all the links in the description below, including a special link. If you're a podcaster and would like to participate as a guest, go ahead and be my guest. This challenge was recorded asynchronously on Rumble Studio. If you too want to create podcasts at scale, try it for free. Well, with this episode, I'm 1% closer to my goal. But have I reached 100? See you in the next episode.